And as we go, it is one of those days with lots of rain and lots of stuff. And things are crazy at the moment. Hooray. Hooray. No, not really. Uh, it's just one of those days. It seems, I don't want to say lethargic, but I think that it would be lazy. Yes? Is that the word I'm looking for? Well, isn't this whole, like, time period lazy? Not lazy. There's a lot to do. I mean, compared to the before times, we would be considered lazy. But in the present times, we are very, um, what is the word? Opposite of lazy. Um, Productive? Yes, we're productive. We are doing things. It's just that today seems very, I don't know. Well, it doesn't seem like a Monday. That's it. That is what we have. We have a case of the Mondays. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Spark and Zan Chat, our just regular random conversation chat where we see where it goes. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, what's up? Hey, it's Greta. Yep, we're back again for another fun-filled rant, and I know this one's closer than the last one. The last one was a week ago, and then the, the one it was a week ago, The first, then you had one yesterday, and now we have one today. So we're going fast today, right? Yep. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's because of things, but today is, uh, well, today is... Uh, Where we Mon- are, it's raining. Yes, it is raining and murky and just kind of... Uh, it's more like fall. It does. It feels like late fall, where it's not cold, but it's just bleh. The trees are, are in bloom, but they do not look like happy trees. They look like... It looks like fall. Exactly. It looks like fall. So it's kind of weird. Strange and just draining of energy. But we strive on because that's all we can do at this moment. We have to strive on to move forward in life. This would be a day to like go to the movie theater. If the movie theaters were open. But I mean supposedly they wanted to open the movie theaters up in 15 days. But most people are saying no. They should do drive-ins. There's one drive-in that's actually open right now. Making a crap ton of money. We should go. They're in Montana. Oh. We should not go. And while Montana would be an interesting drive, I don't think we could make the Montana drive. No. It's a little far. I mean, we could do it, but... Just pick up our lives and live in an RV? If we had a gaming console in there, how different would it really be? Um, no steady internet. That would suck. I would go slowly mad. Hi. But it would be kind of intriguing and different. But yes, so hope you guys are doing well in your current state of isolation or non-isolation. Let us know how you guys are doing and how you guys are handling this weirdness. Um, so what is new with us yesterday? Well, decided to do this because, one, it seems like a very Monday Monday. And two, because just wanted to catch up and talk about things, just see how you guys are doing, because we have had some interesting, weird thoughts as of, as of late. Like, one of the issues we've had is food deliveries, because unfortunately, due to reasons, I am unable to leave the house for reasons, but... High risk. Yes, I am high risk for getting sick, so I can't leave the house. So we've been surviving on food deliveries now. Most times it'd be something like Instacart, which is you pay people extra money and then they bring you food at absorbent prices. Or Amazon Fresh. Yes. Or there's the other one, which is only in Chicago for some reason. I think it's called uh, Market Go. Not sure. Or Fresh Go. Something like that. But that's one option. Another option is the um, prepared food items, which is... Certain companies like Blue Apron, Sun Basket, uh, what's the other one? Home Chef. Home Chef. They. Martha Stewart has one too now. I would not pay for Martha Stewart. She's a criminal. I totally would. She has good food. Again, she's a criminal. She taught people how to make wine in a bidet in a toilet, but. <laughs> she's recovered. She's still a horrible person, but. She's friends with Snoop Dogg. That's not a. I mean, I like Snoop Dogg, but. Well, Snoop Dogg's pretty cool. All right, anyway. Let us get back to it. So, long story short. So, you go to these places and they send you the exact amount of food you need to make food. now To do a recipe. Now, the difference is, if you get something like Instacart, GoFresh, 
Amazon Fresh or one of the other delivery, including Mercado, if you do one of those, you get food, a large the amount you get of food. Groceries. You, yes. So it's not just a recipe of food. You can get okay a a pound of rice, or two pounds of rice, or a bunch of potatoes, or, or like two pounds of meat, or or vegetables or like tofu, or milk, and eggs. Yes. And with, ice cream with flour, uh, with chocolate chips. With the recipes, it's Celery. just you get three pieces of lettuce. Plus, no, not three pieces of lettuce. You get exactly what you need to make the meal. It's like five ounces of this, six ounces of that. So it's enough for one meal or two if you're you get stingy. Two tablespoons of honey. You get, you know, whatever it is you need for the recipe. So if you're desperate, you could do that and then eat that for three days, even though I don't recommend eating the same food for three days and cutting it up like that. When I was single, I did, I did it and I did the... Because it has options for two to four people. So I did it for two people and I would have it for over two days. I'd have it for like lunch, maybe a little bit for dinner. And then I'd have the rest of it for the next day. Yeah. However, it's just, it's, I find those to be a little bit, well, it's cool to try new recipes that you've never tried before and they give you exactly how to make it. That's cool. But on the same token. If you're a super picky eater. No, it's not the super picky eater part. It's the part of simply it's one meal or two if you stretch it out. With groceries, it's meals Many for meals. a couple of days. I mean, if you're desperate, you could just take flour, water, and but that's the difference egg between... to make uh, just pancakes and eat one pancake every day. But that's the difference between do you go out to eat or do you make get groceries and make dinner at home? That's the same thing. If you go out to eat, that's one meal. You might have leftovers. That is true. So you're, you're equating it to those are our we're going out to eat situations? Yeah. Okay. But so that is our what we how we are handling food. How are you guys doing food? Are you um, going out? Are you someone who is daring to venture out to go to a fast food joint? Or are you a delivery king? You're going to places that are delivering and say, listen, I need you to deliver this to me, please. Well, also, if you're not at high risk and you're taking all of the precautions that you should be in, it's safe for you to go to the grocery store. You can make a lot of money being a... Delivery guy. Instacart grocery person pickup for those who cannot or should not go out, venture out. Yes. I think there's big bucks to be made. Which is true, but here's something else. When you deliver your goods... What I personally think is that they should at least think of the person. Like, if they're in an apartment building, don't just leave a bunch of bags on the floor that anyone could get. Maybe bring a box, get a, you know, go to, like, the post office, get a bunch of the boxes and, like, just kind of, like, put them as, like, boxes, cardboard boxes. This is somebody's, like, extra side gig that we're, they're getting paid to go get groceries from the grocery store and deliver it. Just because we're in an apartment building doesn't mean that they need to take an extra step and go get a box. Why don't we get a box and leave it down there with our name on it? Say we left a box in the vestibule. Put the groceries in there. Actually, that's a really smart idea. But I think, but it's like the difference between the guy coming 15 minutes late to deliver your pizza and the guy who shows up in 10 minutes and is polite and nice and like, here's your pizza. I hope you have a good day. It's just that extra courtesy. I could be wrong though. What do you guys think? Do you think that someone who's delivering should just be like, here's your food and leave? Or should they be... Go an extra mile. Or should they be just doing normal service? Because it can go multiple ways. Um, one time I went down to pick up our food and the food was, some stuff was missing. But then the other token, sometimes they actually deliver it right to us, which is really nice. That so. was when they were able to get into the building, though. Yeah, now they can't get in the building because reasons. <laughs> but, yes, we live in an apartment building. We've never said this. We're apartment people. Yay! <laughs> Spark and Studios is in an apartment. Where is the apartment? We're on the fifth floor of a building. Bum, 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 bum. No, it's not 005, because that makes no sense if we're on the fifth floor. That'd be in a floor of zero. But it's nice. I like being in an apartment, because... Yeah, speaking of which, uh, what is how, how what is your current environmental situation? Because it's another thing. Since we are in an apartment, our universe is the apartment. And we do not have a balcony, so we can't go out into the balcony. What about you? Are you someone who's at an apartment where you can go out to a balcony? Are you in a home? Do you have a backyard? 
Do you not have a backyard? Do you have a stoop you could sit on where no one's going to bother you? Because I don't think stoop sitting is the safest thing to do right now. Well, if no one walks by your building or you have... uh, Yeah, but I'm thinking like New York City, Manhattan, Washington Heights. It's not stoop sitting time. That's not social distancing. That is true. But I think that, like, if you live in a, if you have a small front yard and you're sitting on the stoop, you have stairs leading to your front door and you're sitting on it. Like, you could go outside and sit on the porch and have breakfast. Yeah, or sit on, like, you're sitting on your stoop and you're just drinking a coffee or reading the paper just to get some air. That's fine. Hey, yesterday we opened a window. Yes, and now I've, I'm, now I've got allergies. Yay! So how is that different than sitting on a porch? I don't know. I, th- I don't know. Because you would have allergies there, too. That is true. But again, we digress. Um, but besides the living but besides the living situation, people screwing up on deliveries, or not just screwing up on deliveries, or being just like, here you go. You know, uh, besides that, we're living through other ways too. I mean, if obviously we have our utilities, we have power, we have light. I know some people who still are doing the mundane who are living further away. Um, a friend of mine lives in kind of a more rural area, like super rural and he still gets up in the morning to do chores. What kind of chores? Gardening, cleaning the house, uh, washing the house, like the outside of the house. What is it? Uh, power washing, mowing lawn, you know, to keep himself busy. Which is fine during this time. I just don't want to do that normally. Yeah. No. Like I've talked myself into having a garden, but every time I go into a garden, that's where all the bugs live. That's, uh, gardens are weird. Gardens you like looking at, but you don't like owning for most times. No, like, um, in the, is it Baccarina? Mm-hmm. She makes her own garden. She, she makes a vegetable garden. Yeah, but that's the kind of garden I would want. I would want carrots and celery and, um, beets. I love beets. Yeah. Maybe some, maybe a strawberry bush, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, but that's where the bugs live. That is where the bugs live. And, because bugs are evil, but they do help at some point, so it's kind of a weird thing. It's a weird dynamic of, do you deal with bugs, do you deal with pretty, pretty things? And speaking of which, let's get to something that's a little bit more fun and, and just kind of spin off. Because it made me think about like, So, it is now officially three weeks into... Spring 2020, according to the anime schedule, and most things have been postponed. Yay. So, what we're going to do is just talk about, because we have been busy watching TV, we're going to talk about some of the TV shows in the anime schedule that, well, we watched and we liked and we didn't like that came out this season. And some are sequels, some are not. Like, the first one is Kami no To, The Tower of God. And I will be honest with you, I think it is a garbage show. Uh, several people I know have... Is that the radio one? No, that is the one where it's the uh, kid wants to find his best friend and goes in the tower. It's the manhwa, the one with the weird oh. graphics. Uh, I've talked to five people and ha- all of them have dropped the show already be- after two episodes because they've hated it. And they're up to episode four. I personally don't like this. Uh, this it. I never liked the manhwa. I actually read pretty far into it, but I'm not a fan of it. I think it was just poorly done. And it's just... I mean, one, it's kind of cool that Bakugo and um, and All Might are the two of the main characters. The voice actors for that are two of the main characters. That is cool. But the show is not my cup of tea. No. Not really too much. Next one. One which I've been very happy that has been released. And we're talking about Kaguya-sama wa Kakurazentai Tenshitachi no Renai Zuno-sen. Or Season 2 of... Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Yes. If you like the first season of Love is War, this one is so much of the same thing. It is... Same, but... It is advancing the, advancing the plot. Yes. <laughs> the plot has advanced, but it's the same thing. It is the constant... It's just more of what you like. Yep. It's the constant war between Kaguya... And uh, Shinome, as they try to get the other to say they love them. 
And I will admit, currently, it just seems like this one's also taking a backseat to them. Because it's focusing on the background characters a little more. Like, there's an enti- the first episode of this new season focuses on Kaguya-sama's attendant. And all the things she does to help out But I kind of, I, I know that those are kind of like filler episodes. But I kind of like when they do it because it expands the, it gives you insight into the, um... The world, the universe. Yeah, but like her having to do it's all like the... knowing what they eat for breakfast. It's like... It's a little thing. I will say that it's gotten interesting because they're introducing a rival character now. So that's going to be fun. Because it's now time for elections and the student council is going to try to elect again. So we'll see how that goes, where that goes. What else? Um, you have Glepnir. Now, Glepnir is a series which is very dark and weird about a guy who turns into a giant plush animal with a gun and a girl who jumps into him to control him, which is really weird. And you could take that as some sort of sexual thing. It's pretty cool. It just It's a little unsettling and it's more of a monstery series, I will say. A little bit of a monster series. Yeah. That. Mm. I love the design for it. I love the characters. And it's kind of intriguing to see that it's this almost Jekyll and Hyde situation. And I want to know more about these stars and the coins. Actually, Glupnir has been on the review, uh, the Wheel of Manga for the manga review. Because it is something which is very dynamic and strange. And also just the whole concept of what's going on. Not, and I'm not trying not to spoil it because there's a lot going on. But it is a very... In my opinion, it's a dynamic series. It's just, it's a little bit... Etchy. Not as bad as Plunderer. Plunderer, that's a whole other thing. Plunderer is boob window and this person bends this way. This is more like... Kind of like... It's almost like... Rapey? Because she totally like... It's like you could imply it as sex and... It's not cheesecakey, Which means it's not just fan service. It's more like... Are they doing something? Are they not? Cheesecakey. Cheesecake. The the boob window. The bending down. Let's look at her ass for five minutes as she walks around. Or all of Sky- Strike Witches. Yeah. Which is all fan service. Okay. Well, next one uh, is is not out yet, but this... Well, it is out. But everyone's talking about it. We're talking about Shugeki no Soma, Go no Sara. Fifth season of Food Wars. And it's the same thing. It's just gone further into it. Now they're getting into the fight between the rebellion and the good guys. Or the bad guys. Who's going to win? Who's going to take over the school? Will Soma show how awesome he is and become number one? Same thing, different day. But some of the food is really cool. Uh, the next one I'm really liking. And that is Hachi Nan Te Sorawan Ni Desho. This one, or... Uh, what is it? Uh, I reincarnated as an eight-year-old. What's up with that? This one is, at first, seemed like it was going to be totally a... Is this the magic one? Isekai series. It totally was like, this is... Okay, it's an Isekai series. It's going to be boring and dumb. And it opens up with, okay, the first episode. He he He's at home. He makes a, a very cheap dinner with, I think, ribs. He falls asleep and he wakes up in a huge party. Close eyes, he wakes up and he's this eight-year-old at a huge party. He ends up eating really good food and you're like, okay, he's now, he's the son of a nobleman. Life is awesome and great, right? And then the next minute you see the next day and it's like, okay, let's take down all the things on the wall. The fake walls, the drapery. All the drapery and they're living in total squalor. And he's like, wait, 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 we don't have any money? In a huge house, no. but squalor. And he's like, oh, I have two, I have an older brother, so it's, and a couple sisters. Things will be fine. I'll be good. And then you see the other brother show up. He's like, okay. Uh huh. Wait, more brothers? So then he realizes he's the eighth son, and you're like, oh, oh, and he's the youngest, so he gets to stay. But it's like you could see that the older brother kind of resents him. Well, actually, no. the The wife and the the brother go on like their honeymoon, and then the second oldest, who's living there, resents the younger brother, her being there. It's kind of like you have to get out. You have to get out and. And go make something of yourself because you won't inherit this. You're going to get nothing. And so he ends up discovering he has magic. And the best is he's learning about magic early on. Like, he's in a library. It's a beautiful library. And he asks that, 
hey, Dad, do we have any other books about stuff? And his dad's like, I don't know. I can't read. It's like, you're a nobleman. You can't read? Nope. He can't read. And then at one point, he, uh, the dad finds uh, the MacGuffin, which is a thing which tells you if you have magic powers. And he's looking like, wait, was our son looking at this? He's nah. Like, ha ha. He doesn't have magic. None of us do. Ha 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 ha. And it's gotten interesting. It's, it is now more Isekai-ish because it did open in Medius Res. A lot of this stuff does open up in Medius Res this season, and I do kind of like that. That everything is like starting in the middle of something, and then it goes back and shows you flashback. And this one, it shows that he has a bunch of girls and some guys helping him. Like, he has a whole party. Even though, yes, they're pretty-looking girls. But it seems like he has to work for it. It's not the, I am super powerful, I will destroy things at the age of three, like... Um, a wise man's grandson, which that he's just super OP and everyone loves him. It's not that. It's He has to work on stuff. But he does have old man sensibilities because he is a salary man. Right. Yeah. He has a work ethic. Yes. And then of course, let's, then of course there's the OVAs from Tensei Shitare Slime Datiken. So, I got reincarnated as a slime. So what? The OVAs, which talk about weird things like a sumo competition that Tempest suggests, that uh, Rimuru suggests for Tempest. It's like just the stupid like filler episodes for the OVAs if you want something funny to watch. I think for... Like some of the filler uh, episodes are, are annoying, but I like some of them. Yeah, but that's like, it's like, okay, we're in a mythical world, there's bad guys. We're going to have a sumo competition because, yeah, or we're going to go to a, a, a beach because... You need a beach episode, or hot springs episode, or pool episode. Show, yeah, you need to show people, girls, in swimwear. Yeah. Uh, so what else? We have uh, Kagushigota, which I really love because, one, this is made by the guy who made Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei, so it's a lot of fun with that weird humor. And this is, uh, if you haven't watched it yet, it's a story of a guy named Kokushigota. He is a mangaka who writes really vulgar manga. Like, it's called, like, Pants of Fury, or Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury. And he's it's, like, a really raunchy comic book. But the thing is that he doesn't want his little princess to know. His daughter can never find out. Ever. <laughs> so he goes to extreme lengths, and the anime begins when the daughter finds out. She knows that he's a mangaka, and it's going back to how he would hide it from her. And the insane lengths he would go to, like, at one point telling him the neighborhood that he, he works, like, he works to hang out in, is filled with monsters. And it's like, if you go to this place, which has a green witch in the window, there's a bunch of evil people who don't eat mon- who don't read manga and will come and kill you. Because they drink this weird witch's brew. He's talking about Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> and some other things, like, how obsessive he is towards his daughter like it's field day and he ends up doing the best he can to get people to visit to go with her like he wants her to get he's buying flowers for her and he's buying all this stuff for her and and unintentionally he goes to the flower shop he starts talking to this girl because he's buying flowers for his little girl and the way he's talking though the lady said thinks this guy's hitting on me and then she ends up going to his field day but then someone else sees him same thing happened and thinks that He's hitting on her, so there's two girls who are like, oh, yay, yay. Like, he goes to learn how to make bentos so he can make her snacks for after the game. And he goes to buy her flowers so he can give her flowers after the game. And then... He tells the teacher that uh, he's, you know, he, it's a shame that his daughter doesn't have a mother before the game. So it's you have the... So all the, the women from the flower shop, from the bento place, the teacher, they all show up to root for her. Thinking it's a date or something, and it's just very awkward. <laughs> it's like he's smiling and like, look at all these people who came to see you, Hime. And then you, you they're like smiling and laughing, and then you see him look behind him, and they're all like, gr- like angry at each other. But the teacher's giving him the look of death, like, you proposed to me, I'm going to kill you. Because the teacher's in love with him. I think all the women are in love with him. Because he's, he's a good dad. He's a great dad. He loves his daughter. He does everything for her. And that's qualities that you would want in a partner. It's a very good slice of life dad-daughter uh, story. And the place of being a manga creator. And like dealing with the fact that manga creation, unless you make like a scientific manga, you're not going to make money. And how he gets a new assistant, but the new assistant gets his own show 
manga and then he we does don't better. We don't quite know what happened to the mother yet. Uh, yeah. We will find out, though. So, next one, we have to talk about uh, one of the most, I think... And I've reviewed this manga, so I will put a link to when I reviewed this manga. But we're talking about Otome Game no Hemetsu Flag Shikana Akuyaku Regini Tensei Shite Shimate. Or... My li- my next life as a villainess. All roads lead to doom. Bakarina. I like this one. This is so stupid and crazy, and we love it. It's just it's and I don't even classify it as Isekai because it's it's another reincarnation fic, and this one is she reincarnates or the character knocks her head and she remembers her past life where she was a gamer, and she was playing a game called Fortune Lover. And it turns out the game, the, the world she's in is the fortune lover game. Except she is the bad guy. So she's played it enough times to know all the possible... Outcomes. And they're all bad for her. Because she's the villain. She's the main villain character. So she is going to either be exiled or executed. And so she's trying to circumvent every single possibility. Like she's like, okay, if this guy comes to attack me, I'll learn swordsmanship so I can knock the sword out of him. But I found that he's also scared of snakes, so I'm going to make paper snakes and throw them at people. But then she ends up making friends with people and changing the future. And it's just making things weird. Like, Because um, now everybody's in love with her. But she doesn't realize. She's a horrible, horrible. Her the main villain character is horrible, 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 and horrible to people. So, and she's nice to them and wants to try to help them. And it's changed things around. Like she's inadvertently changing things. Like one of the big things is that um, when she gets to the when she they get to the school, the heroine, the main character of the Otome game, her arrival, quote unquote, is in school, and everyone's being mean to her, and she saves. The she saves the heroine. She saves her, and then afterwards she's like, "Wait, I just remembered. Isn't my fiance, who's supposed to no longer be my fiance, is he supposed to save her?" He saves her, and then eats her treats, and then she but loves I, him forever. But I did that. Everything will be fine. And she doesn't realize she is making everyone fall in love with her. Like her brother was supposed to be a playboy, and he turns to be super. Um, but he, she treated him really sweet. Partially because she always wanted a brother. And because of that, he treats women nicely and isn't a playboy. And he also has a big sister complex. Like, she, he talks to the girl and he brings her handkerchief. And she's like, I, no matter what girl you're with, I support you 100%. And she's, like, shaking him. But the thing is, one part, she's, like, shaking him, like, I support you. I'll be there for you no matter what. You'll be fine. He, his head's going back and forth. He's getting dizzy. But the other part is that... He's in love with his sister, so it's like you're crushing. If you when you find a girl, I'll support you no matter what. Right. And then someone who's a jerk, uh, who's supposed to be very aloof and mean, asks her opinion on something, and suddenly she's like, "Oh, that's how you feel. I'll do that." When before he's supposed to be super against everything, because she's his rival, and the difference is like he's number three in class and she's number eighty. She's number last. No, she's not last. She's not that stupid. But this one is a fun, weird series, and I think that when the series is done, we'll do a full write-up review of it. Uh, so, what else is there besides that this season? Um, you have uh, sing. She goes to look for Maddie, and then when she's not in there, she's like, "Are you really not in there? Hello, where are you?" She's like, "Ding dong." Play with me. Uh, but the next one is sing yesterday for me, and this one's about a. It's weird. Not weird. It is. Similar to a mon- the thing we talked about yesterday where how Only Yesterday is a anime you have to watch after you've reached a certain point in life to get it. Uh, Sing Yesterday for me is the same thing because dealing with someone who he's graduated from college and he's kind of going, he's not going nowhere, but he's... Going nowhere? He's still working at the same job that he he's had in college. And it's he's it's him trying to just move forward. I think he's the one. That's the one in the mini mart. Yes, it's it's like half of it is nostalgia, and the other half is trying to look forward and fix things and move forward in life. 
like he's a accomplished photographer, but he doesn't pursue it. But in this, he gets the the gumption or the will to want to become a photographer again. And it's a cool series. It's just very um deep. It's one that you want to watch when all of it's out because it is slow, but it's a contemplative slow. Let's it's see. one you want to binge. Yes. Uh, another one, if you are a fan of it, and a lot of people have been waiting for this one, Fruits Basket Season 2! Yay! Yay! More stories of Hotaru and the Soma family. And this one's been a little bit more... It's spending more time with some of the more random characters, and officially they have gone... Well, in the original anime series, they went off the bed and made their own story. At this point, they are following the manga down that track towards exactly what happened. I'm thinking that this is going to become the next Full Metal Alchemist at this brotherhood because this is going to be super loyal to the series and it is a great series i'd say in my opinion so what else is there um then there's one which we were waiting to watch when it's up to seven episodes because it's such a good show ascension of a bookworm season two where the little where our little main character now is learning magic I love Ascension of a Bookworm. Well, she's now a priestess who's going to learn magic so she could be fine. Very cool series. If you haven't heard of She needs the magic. To survive. Yeah. If you haven't read the manga or looked at the light novel, we highly recommend it. The anime is really cool. The first season was amazing. Uh, Season two, we've been excited for. We just are taking, with everything going on, we should just binge it. But we want to just, that one is, uh, we want to spend two days and just watch all of it, not wait for it. Other stuff we will we'll kind of go through, but this one we want to binge. Um, one that I actually started watching, but it's going to be... I'm obs- uh, just to go back for a second, I'm obsessed with her little flower thing that she makes for her hair, for her sister's hair, and then she makes for her hair, and then she makes for other people. Yes, the crochet, she, the flower she's crocheting and selling, making profit. For hairpins and stuff like that, and I feel like if I can figure out the right combination of patterns to make the, the thing, I should release it for... A con. You should. You should totally do that. Or dress up as her as an adult. Yes. Uh, that would be cool. With the flowers in my hair. Okay, sorry. Next. So one which I watched the first episode of, even though it's not technically released in the United States, through alternative means, BNA. Which is crazy. Fun, but crazy. And this is a world where there's a hidden world of animals living with humans, animal-human hybrids. And our main character is a human who got turned into a Tanuki girl. And now she's trying to figure out what's happening. One part Noir, one part Zootopia, one part Beastars. Really cool series, really fun, and just very, what the hell. And it's Studio Trigger, so you know it's spectacular. Uh, Watch it, love it, care about it. So what else is there? Um, We skipped a lot of the, uh, I'll be honest, we skipped a lot, a lot of the, this was a video game, now it's an anime, because I... Honestly, they're not interesting to me. And I don't think that they're great ideas like Princess Connect Redive. It's a video game that's a mobile game. So, yeah. Well, technically, isn't Baccarina a game? No, Baccarina was a light novel. No, but it's a game. No, it's... Well, Baccarina was... It's a game. It she was, plays the game and she relives Yeah, the but game. it was it was a light novel that was a that it was a story where she played a game. It's not the this is actually a mobile app that oh, you could buy for real life and we're gotcha. going to make a story based on it. I gotcha. That's the difference. Um but next one which I it, swear I'm not a complete idiot. No, I, you're not. You're very smart and awesome. The next one is one which a lot of people are very divisive about. Fugo Keji Balance Unlimited, or uh, the Millionaire Detective Balance Unlimited. This show pisses me off. I really want to like it. It sounds like, from the description, that it's totally up my alley. And in the anime, the cars are so cool. Like, there's a lot of things that... The music is cool. totally be a Greta love anime thing and i just can't get into it and this was a live action tv show which is the crazy part so why would they make an anime of this but i guess it was popular but the whole thing is that you have a our main character harukato is a police detective very regular does his job and then this asshole the main or the pseudo the detective 
uh, Kanabe shows up, and his whole thing is, I'm going to use my money to solve all the problems. Oh, I blew up that car. Here's triple the amount of money. Oh, I ran you over. Automatically in his account. You know? Oh, I need someone to stop this this um, bridge from lifting. Here, here's a million dollars to the, the, the company to stop the bridge. Uh, and his whole thing is, if it's unless it's worth money, he doesn't care about it. And he has a little sister, and that's the weird part. He has a little sister who's... Like his cue, time to drink water. I'll drink water in a bit. But his cue, his 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 weapons maker, butler. His what's the guy's name? No, he has a butler, but from I, Batman. He's not as Alfred, but there's it's like the sisters Lucius Fox and his butler's his butler, and it's him just using these glasses with an unlimited balance credit card to do all this stuff, and it's it's frustrating, and like it should be a cool procedural. And part of it is, like, really cool. Like, when you're following Harukato, it's really cool. But then the joke is, oh, he's going to use his money to do something crazy to save the day. Like, I'm going to spend $50 million on a super drone that's going to shoot out a missile and kill the guy that murdered a bunch of people. Because, yeah, that's how this works. Yeah. Which still sounds cool, like, when we're saying it. But there's something that... I can't figure out why I don't like it. It's just something is wrong with it. Uh... There's no tension. There's no... Yeah, it's not, like, some procedurals are very dynamic, and they have, like, an overarching mystery, which is intriguing and engaging. This one, the only mystery is, why doesn't he give a shit about people? Or, where did he get all the money from? Yeah. How does he have so much money? It seems to be unlimited. Now, one which that PA Works did that I'm really happy about, even though it's currently on hiatus as of now... A pare ranman. This one is hysterical and funny and weird. Uh, this one is about uh, a race across the United States, and one of the contestants is driving a steampunk car because he's from Japan and he's a crazy person. The whole thing is our main character, um, Sorano Apare, and his. Uh, is it his nanny, would you say? Or it's his bodyguard? It's like he's the guy who's supposed to take take charge of him um his minder uh ishiki kosame gets stuck on a um after a little incident in their hometown they end up going making using a steamboat to get across the atlantic which is actually really funny and they're stuck in the usa with no money no nothing so they're gonna try to get back and they first start hustling where the guy he's a samurai so it's kids try fighting the samurai for Five minutes and you'll get money, and everyone's getting their ass kicked. But that's how they're getting some money to eat and survive. And they're living in the warehouse of a guy who uh, Apari made friends with because he's a, me- a motorhead. So he can make anything and build steam engines. He's very polite. He's crazy, but he's pretty polite. And they find out about this. Uh, well, one, they find out about cars, and Apari's super geeking out about, like, what the hell is this? This looks really cool. It's like, how does it work? How does it. And he actually, like, fixes it and makes the car awesome. But he finds out that there's a race which is going to go across the country, and it's $15 million in, like, 1890. Like. So this is enough where. Inconceivable amount of money. So this money is super rich, crazy money, and they're going to try to go uh, to get everything set by going through the Wild West, and they're in L.A., and they're going to make it in New York in this steampunk car that they made, which is bastardized from the, the boat they made. Yeah. And they're also helped by a little Native American girl, or sorry, in this time they call her an Indian. <laughs> yep. Or, well, it's weird. They, and there's a couple other characters, like there's one character who's uh, a racer, who is a shampoo character. So she's a Chinese American that was treated like garbage, and she, like, her parents own a laundry shop, and she wants to do more with her life. Uh, but you, it's more of a thing that she's a girl than it is of her ethnicity. Yeah. They have that. They have the one guy who is like the the fastest driver who just looks like a stereotypical super cowboy. He's got two guns in his shirt and just... And then you have, of course, a couple other uh, intriguing 'er ne'er-do-wells. I really want to like this one, but I have so many questions. I think this... No, because this one started in Medius Res. It starts during... Why does he look like he has a fruit punch... Mouth. This is a design from Showa Air. I know that. it's. If you look at the old wood blocks, you see them and they have that little white mark, a red mark on their lips. Yeah, but that's not, but it's not everybody. 
It's not everybody, it's just him, and he has it. I'm guessing it's a centricity or it's a birthmark. That's where I'm putting but it why? as. why? I want to know. It's a birthmark. That's where I, where I leave it at. So, the other... So, buttons. So, other shows that we've been checking out. Uh, one of them, well, the, the OVA for a terrible, terrible series came out. It was unaired, but viewable. Um, do you love my mother with her two-hit strike? <sighs> Why is this a thing? Why? I don't... I get it, it's for pervert weirdos, but whatever. Uh, you have Arte... About the young girl who like decides to battle gender norms and expectations of her family to become an artist. And that is a cool... She gives up everything um, to oh. go be a struggling, starving artist because it's it, that's her passion. It brings her joy. But she doesn't want to marry the guy that she's supposed to marry. Well, they didn't introduce it. They said they, they want her to marry someone and she just says, nope. Because they want to, like, have her go do the whole... What is what is the word when they... The, the showing of? Um, Presentation? Uh, the coming out. She's supposed to have her coming out, and then she's going to get married, have kids, and then become bitter like her mother, who, in present day, her mother would be the mom wearing the... But back the, then, that's the, all that women could really do. But still, the way she acts, she's the mother who sits there drinking her martini and just hating life. And saying, you'll be happy like I'm happy. You know... And uh, Art has a passion, and she's trying. She ends up working for a guy named Leonardo, who I'm pretty sure is Leonardo da Vinci, even though they don't say it's Leonardo da Vinci. I'm pretty sure it's... It's not Leonardo DiCaprio. But it's like, how she gets there, this show does not pull punches in certain ways. I mean, it's not like, oh, she has to give herself to him. No, it's no one wants to hire a girl to be an artist, and then he gives her an impossible job to do. Well, she was going to cut her boobs off. She cut her hair off. She didn't say she was going to cut her boobs off. Yeah, she was. She was. She has this long, beautiful hair. I had to look that up where she was going to cut her boobs off. She was going to cut... She So she cut her hair off. Uh-huh. And then they're like, you're still a woman. She's like, well, because I have these. And she's going to cut her boobs off. I did not... I must have missed that part. I got to watch again. First episode again. And then finally Leonardo steps in. And he's like, no, no. Here, I'll give you a... If you, you pass my test, you and can do a job. And he gives her an impossible task to do. Which is, he wants her to um, whiteboard a bunch of wood So planks. back then, they would do paintings on wood pieces. The can- canvas wasn't as... The canvas was around, it was just more expensive. Yeah, it wasn't as readily available. They would do more paintings on wood pieces. But in order to prepare the wood pieces, you had to sand them down perfectly, um, which was very labor-intensive, and then prep them with, like, gesso... And so you kind of like paint them or stain them to get them to um, the perfect base so that you could do your artwork on top of it. So he gives her the task of doing like, I don't know, like 30 of them, which is... It's 20. 20 of 20, them. Which is ridiculous. Nobody could do that in one night. And she happily sits there. It's, she's doing it and you see her like... Painstakingly. Like she's getting splinters and her hands are bleeding and she's still doing it because she wants this so bad. And when she, when he says, she passes like, out on the ground after she's done, he walks home and he's like, what are you doing, still doing here? I thought you'd have left after a while. And he sees that she finished them and he gets a vision of when she brings up the reason why she wants to do this. It reminds her a little bit. It reminds him of him. It reminds him of him as a child. It's the reason why is different, but it's like the same type of passion. So he says, fine, you can live here. You'll be fine. So she runs away from home with all of her stuff. And it's like a huge trunk of stuff. And it's like, okay, you live on the roof. And you have to fix the place up yourself. And she's like, um... And it's this horrible, sad little shack. But she makes it her own. And and she's excited and eager. And she thinks it's glorious. It's just, she's so optimistic. And this is her passion. And she's ready for it. This is similar to Emma or a couple of the other historical animes. Where it's a very, if you have a can-do attitude and you try, we're going to see struggles, but it's going to have a, a good ending one way or another. And I'm intrigued by this one. I really like it. And there are references to real people who were alive in Italy and Venice during this time. And I am, I would say if you're an art buff, you'll love this. You will love this series. It's a very visual show and it's very beautiful. Now, next one. Well, one that 
I've heard about but I haven't watched. I go past season three, First Inspector, which deals with the past when they worked before they became watchdogs. Heard about it, really good. But the one that I'm really happy about is Listeners. This one is weird. This is a post-apocalyptic mech series about um, a guy, a, a little kid who's a mech head who ends up hooking up with a girl called a player. Now, players are these kind of augmented humans who can connect with these robots to become super awesome. And it's them working together to save the world and just kick ass against these evil, mysterious beings which no one knows what the hell they are. That's a horrible representation of that show, isn't it? Um, I don't think you fully captured the essence of the show. No, I haven't. Uh, the show is mainly about rock music. Uh, the opening episode is almost like Footloose. It's a town where all players and music are banished. You're not allowed to go to. And this player, who has a jack on her back, this girl shows up amnesiac, obviously, so she wakes up. Main character finds her in garbage, wakes her up, and she's like, I don't know what happened. Who am I? And I really want to like the show, and I do like it. There's something about the jack in the body that creeps me out. The one thing which does suck about this is that the first episode was... it. I have no problem with um, subs. I love subs and I love dubs. I'm, I bounce back and forth. Um, Greta, you are more of a fan of the dubs because you like taking in all the visuals. Yes. You don't read as fast as I do. I, I'm able to read fast. but So when it's um, subtitled... I miss some of the visuals and I like, especially if they're very wordy ones. Yes. You know, like, um. To Tommy Galaxy? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'm so busy, like reading and catching up on all of it that I don't get to see all of the other stuff, like the costumes and all the stuff that I, as you all know, really, really like. So it's all that stuff that I'm like, wait, stop, go back. Or I make Sam read it so that I can look at it. But Listeners is a visually intensive series that was released, the first episode was released in English. And then because of the whole social distancing, they stopped uh, doing a dub for episodes 2, 3, 4. So. Which is fine, I don't need the... the... But it's kind of weird going from one voice acting to another. But I will admit though, I do like... It's weird. I like his dub voice. But for um, our main character Echo, I like his dub voice. Because yes. it fits him. But the girl, the, the player, Mew, I like her sub-voice better. Because in her um, her English voice, Mew sounds like a, I'm a rock girl, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick ass and take names, and I'm very, you know, bombastic. And then in her sub, she's much more subtle. Like she's a little amnesiac and she's not as confident but when she when she starts being a player, then you hear the confidence come out. It's just it's a weird little nitpick on my part. Cool show. You can watch it on Funimation. More importantly, it is a Studio Mappa show, so it's got great animation to it. Uh, let's see what else we have. Um, we have, of course, Nami yo kite kure or Wave. Listen to me. This one is actually started off. It starts off rough. Don't get me wrong, but it is a pretty unique show. Because this one is... This one, I want to like. I want to like. And I don't. You didn't like the second episode? I thought you liked the second episode. The second episode was significantly better than the first one. But I still am like... There wasn't any... Like, there wasn't enough setup. We didn't know the backstory. We're learning too much of it as it goes. But now we... Like, I'm not hooked. This one is... That's what it is. I'm not hooked. This one, one, it's cool that it takes place in Sapporo, Hokkaido. Totally. It's got a great setting. It's a real setting. And the whole thing is our main character is someone who one day got drunk and talked to the wrong person. And the person recorded her entire conversation where she's ranting about a bunch of stuff. and played Mostly it on her the, ex. And, and plays it on the air. She hears it on the radio, runs to the studio to kick his ass. And he says, well, fine. You want to yell at me? Fine. Just finish. Tell your side of the story on the air. we got ten minutes. And make it interesting. It's like, fine. And you see her, and she's just rambling on the air, but she's not like, um, uh, uh, or she's confidently talking in the mic about what's going on. And then, to, to top it off, she, like, blasts her ex and says, if when I find you, I'm gonna fucking kill you. And then it's funny, because he, his ex, her ex, hears it, and his girlfriend's like, is she talking about you? 
Uh, no. And it's so from there it turns out that one, he she signed a business card that it has on the business card. That's kind of smart. He he has a thing saying, "I'm you're allowing me the use of your uh, voice to, to use in a panel or voice or a radio show." Mm-hmm. Kind of smart to do that. I should put that on the back of my business cards. Here you go. Can you sign this? <laughs> and he gives her a job. Well, actually, she gets fired from her job. She doesn't actually get fired from her job. It's bad business, and people are mad because she said bad things. So he's like, "You're good. You you have until this time to find another job. Then you're fired." But she gets a job as a radio host, and she's uh, roommating with one of the attendees, and it's just crazy where it's going from here. And it starts out rough, but it it starts to pick up momentum, and now it's. This... I didn't like the first episode. I kind of like the second episode a little bit better. I like the characters. I like the premise. I like all of it, but I'm not hooked. Well, we... This might be a three-episode hook. Which is understandable. Three-episode hooks are much more... Uh, I think they're worth better uh, time if you invest in when you have that slow build. But it is a great design, and Sunrise does do a good job. And it's kind of crazy that when you see her talking about stuff, it kind of goes into the... F- like, like, she's reminiscing about... On her first official show, she's talking about... She's hyping up a festival that she's going to be at. And how the food was good and this and that. And just some of the little backstory behind stuff. And it kind of transitions to her remembering that. Or in the opening scene, it's her reading a bunch of comments while saying that she's in the wood fighting a bear. And you see her fighting a bear. And then you see, in reality, it's they're using sound effects and other stuff to make it sound like she's in the woods and doing this. Yeah, that one I didn't really... As a podcaster, I totally get this because that's how you roll when you do like bits and whatnot. You make it sound like you're somewhere, and then you're really somewhere else. You're just relaxing. So I, I appreciate this a little bit more because I do edit audio when I have to do podcasting. Okay. So other stuff. Well, one which is very relaxing. This one's super simple. It's Hogaku Tebo Nishi. Or daily life with the Breakwater Club. This is simple. It's a girl gets coerced into joining the Breakwater Club and her kind of trying to get out of it, but also she's embracing the life of the Breakwater Club. And what is the Breakwater Club? It's a fishing club. And she hates fishing because she hates all animals that live outside of the house. She doesn't like getting dirty. She doesn't want to touch the hook. She's She hates chum. She hates the smell. She hates octopus. She's scared of everything. And no, like, but she likes the food. The thing is, they eat whatever they catch. And so it's kind of an eating club. Which is cool. So like, I don't like fishing. It's not like my favorite thing. But I like this one. It shows about like the fishing club, but I, I like it. And also, it's you got four characters who are all very near. Our main character keeps wanting to quit to join the crochet club because she makes stuffed little animals. She's very cute. She loves. She wants to join the crafting club. You have uh, her the main the main president who is I I compare her to the 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 motor club from Ah oh My Goddess, but less. Let's be honest. The motor club guys do do stuff. This girl's much more lazy. But it's kind of that coercion of you're threatening people to do stuff or you're going to blackmail them in order to do it. Like, Keiichi, we need you to stay at the house and watch the phone while we go out. You're going to do this or you're going to get kicked out, okay? This is, hey, you bumped into me and hurt me. Sign this or else I won't help you. And the sign is the, the signature for the club. Or I need this thing that, you know, she'd be the girl who's like, help, I need you to help me hide a body. But it's your fault. You helped hide the body, so you're you're part of this too. Um, You have the stoic girl who also has glasses and is tall so they kind of combined three geeky elements to make this girl who's just tall stoic and also um buxom but not super buxom just kind of like like it's not sexy it's more like just it is who she is she has big boobs but it's not her main thing her big thing is she's the glasses shy girl who wears a hat and then finally you have the other connection which is her former friend who joined the club because she's a crazy girl. And she remember because our main character left this city to go to this little small town to go to the city. And she came back. And it's like she hasn't seen... So she has friends. She knows people. It's just been a while. 
and this other girl is her like former best friend who she says is a super tomboy and she is a super tomboy <laughs> but they were like little kid friends and now she's super excited that her friend is back and she's ready to be friends with her and says you like the same things I like I remember when you were little you hated bugs and it's like no she hates bugs still but it's kind of cool also it's a little geeky and also another thing is it's it kind of gets you to want to go fishing a little bit a little bit not too crazy but it does so what else is there that is going on of course there is well I think that's it for the I know there's something else. Oh, yes. Uh, Bungo to Alchemist, Shinpan no Hagoruma. This one is garbage. This show, some people like it. I don't like it. Pretty much, it is very similar to another anime that came out to or last year. The whole premise of this is that you have a bunch of authors who are able to go into their books and solve mysteries. It's like, oh, no, an evil monster infected my book, and now the ending is changing. I'm going to go in and save the day and fix the ending, and... The other one was an all-girl team. This is an all-boy team, so it's the exact same thing. This is just a... It feels like it's an Otome game. It really does, so... Nope. Um, you have Tamiyomi. This one is baseball manga anime. And the whole thing is our main character, Yomi. She um, gave up on being sport a sports star because in junior high, she wasn't good enough or... Um, she couldn't get really high up in her sports team in junior high because she has a super pitch that no one can catch. So it kind of makes her not mediocre, but it's like if no one can catch a super pitch, she can't do anything. So turns out her best friend... It would make her the best ever, but because people can't catch it. It's like she can't pitch. Right. But her best friend, when she was a child, was able to catch the, the ball. This magic throw, which looks just like it's a regular lob. It's like the float it, float it from Rookie of the Year. And so her friend shows up now back in school, and now they're going to take on the baseball world. Baseball manga abound. Also, Major Season 2. If you like Major, you like this one. The continuing story of our protagonist trying to become a baseball star. He's no longer a small little leaguer. He's now a high school student. Because baseball, Gambare baseball, yeah, that's uh, it's it's yeah. I just. But you know what, Japan, um, especially little league, they do awesome baseball. Um, Hawaii, also, like the world championships of little league baseball is it... usually Hawaii or Japan. Yeah. It's so baseball. Like it's a place... thing. So a baseball manga, baseball anime, totally makes sense. No, it does, and I there are some baseball mangas that are really cool, and Major is a very cool one. Just it's the same thing. It's there's nothing. It's not inventing the wheel. Um, you have the third season of the series Kingdom, which is a remake of Kingdom of the of the of the of the, of the Four Romances. Um, yeah, it's a historical action series based on Kingdom of the Four Romances, and it's on hiatus. This series is violent. It's brutal. It's historically accurate, and unlike the other one, it's just yeah. I'm gonna watch historical battles. Cool. Um, next one. This is another one that started in media. Well, this starts off way later in life, and the rest is a flashback. Um, Hitsutsuki Tante Dokoro, or the Woodpecker Detective's Office. This one's about a guy who's reminiscing on the fact that his former housemate and him started a detective agency where he's a teacher and the other guy is a poet and apparently poets are detectives because reasons. Okay. And they and they started this out because... Oh yeah, I love this one. This one is Showa era... Well, not Showa era. This is like the 1910s murder mysteries. Yes, it's like Sherlock Holmesy. It's just weird because we know... I like this one. Because they're all weird, bizarre cases, and they have actual literary, um, other literature people showing up to help. Because it's like, oh, everyone who's an author will show up and solve mysteries. This is very similar to, uh, Al- Bongo to Alchemist. 
but I think this one was done better. It also has that old school look to it. It's not pretty pretty boys. This looks like wood blocks. It's based on an old book. We talked about this when we reviewed the potential future when we did our anime for spring 2020 R recommendations and thoughts. This one seemed intriguing. It's still I love intriguing. It. It's just I love it more than you do. It's very weird. Also, it's Linden Films, which they're kind of spotty with their artwork. Oh, I don't I like the art style. Now, the next one makes you very mad and kind of drives me crazy for one reason. It's an anime, but it's also like a variety show because half of the episodes are live action. We're talking about oh. Gal to Kyoru or Gal and Dinosaur. This is about a drunk um, Kyoru gal who wakes up with a dinosaur in her, her apartment. And it's their daily lives and stuff because she's confused by this weird dinosaur that lives with her and that goes into the real life stuff of them dealing with little things like the fact that there's apparently a murder mystery going on where the original creator of the manga was there and he got murdered because he became friends with the dinosaur and then there's an alternate history when um he doesn't become roommates with the, the dinosaur but then he gets a girlfriend and the girlfriend kills him and it's very weird but the whole thing is essentially, she is a, a Gyaru girl, which for those of you who don't know, Gyaru girls are the girls who are like super girly. They wear the big pumps, they're, they dress really slutty, and they have the dyed hair. And she's just super girly, and then her roommate is a blue dinosaur that... Loves ramen. And is afraid of cats. And it's like little vignettes, like... The opening one, oh, he gets his key for the first time, and then you see him go to her job and buy a super cheap udon with nothing else in it. And then it goes into the uh, Dino Channel moment where it's him in stop motion doing something crazy, like him trying to hold down the clip, the top of an instant ramen cup, or him going to the park. It's like little moments like that. I. It's weird. It's very just strange. I don't like it. It's kind of like a car accident. Like, you you want to look away, but it's like, this is, like, just dumb. But I'm intrigued by how dumb it is. That one, I mean, have on in the background while you're doing something else. Yeah, that is true. It is one of those just... Is my reading. There's, like, like the first part you is... You like it, though. You watch the whole thing. I only watched three episodes of it, and just, like, because it's... The live-action part confuses me, because it's like, why are you doing that? So, and then it's like the guy in the hot pink apartment. It's like well, that's their apartment is the hot pink apartment, but he's it's that was the creator and all that. So, I think that's everything that's out right now. Yeah, that's oh, there's also uh, TV Nananan, which yeah, no, no one watches TV Nananan unless you're a crazy person. Don't say that. Some people watch it. And Zozo Zombie, which that came out like last season. Same thing with um, Neko Neko, uh, Cat, Kitty Cat History Season 5. One of your favorite shows. No, it's one of Maddie's favorite shows. Yeah, she loves it. Our cat watches that show religiously. Like we, If she sees the symbol for it, she will run to the TV and sit there and watch it. She knows it. the song. When the song starts like for the intro, she like comes out. Yeah. And it is, like, this season, for the most part, I thought a lot of it was going to be garbage, and it's not. A lot of it's really good. It's just... It's just intriguing. It's just intriguing and great. Um, like, there's one other one that we could have talked about, which is just, I'm... Uh, Besatsu Olympia Kliklos, which is just another version of the one where someone from ancient Rome finds out about the Olympics in the present. Hmm. Yeah, last time we saw that was about a guy who found out from ancient Rome finding out about hot springs. And they're like, uh, we've done this. Yes, it's been done before. It does not need to be covered. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But the other shows are all engaging. They're all intriguing. And... They're, they've made owning certain channels really cool. Like, I love the fact that there are multiple channels showing Apare Ranman. Hulu's showing it, and Funimation is showing it. And they have two different, they have slight differences in their translation, but they're still really cool. 
Crunchyroll has a lot of really good things, but Funimation's been like the king. Hulu only has, really, Fruits Basket and a Potemon. And if you're watching Plunderer, which Plunderer I still count as last season, so that's why we didn't talk about Plunderer. Well, we've talked about our full feelings on Plunderer. But, yeah. So we talked about our animus for the day. Animes for the day. Um, so this became kind of more instead of a rant about just talking about anime. I guess that happens. Because that's been what we've been doing. We've been talking about different things that have inspired us. So I think because my coffee's done, your coffee's done, we will stop here for this Zan chat. Um, Thanks for joining us for coffee. And uh, talk to you guys next time. Uh, Keep hanging out. Bye. Bye.